Greetings, dear friends, and welcome to Alatra TV India. Today we continue discussing the creative society, and we are glad to find out the vision of our special guest today. But before the introduction, I just would like to remind our viewers the Creative Society project is the unique global project initiated by People for People. And this unique project already united millions of people around the world. And as the result of such unity, you can watch the eye-opening conference, Creative Society, What the Prophets Dreamed of, which was held on 20 March 2021. So to find more about the project and about the events, please visit website alatrainize.com. And I would like to introduce our today's co-host, Dr. Simon Negi, who also initiated this interviews. So greetings, Dr. Negi. Thank you, Anya. Hi, everyone. Yes, with a great pleasure, I would like to introduce our today's guest, Major General Vikram Dev Dogra, the Iron Man of Indian Army, a motivational and leadership coach, a TEDx speaker. He wears many hats. So, we would like to know from you, you are a very socially active person and you inspire many people by your speech, your talks, your sessions. Please share us what inspires you to maintain the work-life balance and how do you maintain this and what message you have for everyone? Firstly, thank you so much for having me on this talk and I look forward to interacting with all of you and all your lovely audiences. Uh, you know, life is all about balance, uh, whether it's work-life balance or it's any other balance uh, that you have to maintain. Uh, I feel that uh, you need to be passionate about every facet of life and work, of course, is the foremost. And your other hobbies, your passions also come, if not us. Uh, as uh, are, if not as important, but a close second. And therefore, the work-life balance uh, concept comes into play. Uh, in my case, uh, you know, when I ventured to do the Ironman, which was my passion, it was not my work. Uh, I was working and I had a morning, a 9 a.m. to evening, 5 p.m. job. And that took away about 10 hours of my 24-hour day. And therefore, for my passion, which was my dream at that moment, to do the Ironman, I needed to carve out time from the balance uh, 14 hours. And so the biggest challenge I faced that time was management of time because I needed to sleep, eat, and do everything else and yet find time to train. So it was a fine line and uh, I had to pick it out of the box uh, solutions to be able to find time to train. And I feel that if uh, people uh, also who are looking at their work and their passion uh, follow a similar uh, model, uh, it's all about finding solutions to the problem you have and not using your problems as an excuse uh, to give up something that you are uh, uh, passionate about doing. So you need to find uh, this uh, the answers within you and that fine balance is what I would say would be a, a, a good work-life balance. Thank you so much. Thank you for sharing that because it's really important when you understand what you really want and how to reach that goal. 
And uh, you're also a speaker and you're inspired by your speeches people. Could you please share your understanding how important is communication between people and what unites all people, regardless of any affiliations, nationalities, whatever, what we all have in common? I think communications is the most important part of social beings. Because if you cannot communicate and convey what you have in your mind to the person with whom you are uh, trying to interact, then uh, you are not being, uh, you're not going to get anywhere ahead with this interaction. So communication, whether it's verbal, whether it's uh, written or body language or uh, whichever other form. Now, you know, we have many other forms because we have the electron, we have the uh, social media and we have online uh, platforms. Communication is very essential. And in this communication, it is important to uh, be careful uh, and uh, also be uh, very, very conscious about how you convey what you want to, because a lot of things can be misinterpreted by the people. Because when you communicate with people who are known, they understand you. So even if you are not so careful, you are not misunderstood. But for people who don't know you, your communication needs to be precise and crisp so that they get the message without any misinterpretations in between. Uh, I think uh, it is very essential uh, for people uh, well, the what binds them together is uh, probably uh, things like uh, this earth, which we are all part of, uh, the society, uh, the curiosity to know uh, what is happening uh, in other places, to understand people, to understand others' cultures. So there's so much which will probably, in my opinion, uh, bring people together. When I talk to people, uh, I find that everybody has a zest to get ahead in life, to follow their dreams, to uh, uh, move on and do things which will give them satisfaction, probably may give them recognition, probably give them uh, accolades. So that uh, zest for moving ahead in life to understanding and knowing more and more is uh, a, a great uh, uh, thing which binds uh, people together. That's very well put up, uh, General Saab, because, uh, you know, communication, whether it's verbal or it's non-verbal, it is something that needs to reach from one person to other person. So I think you have presented a very holistic picture of communication. So moving ahead, um, how important do you think it is to provide wings to your dreams? And uh, how do we achieve our dreams? Well, uh, one of our presidents, Indian erstwhile presidents said that a dream is not what you see when you sleep at night, but a dream is what doesn't let you sleep. So obviously it is something that you want badly in life. You are passionate about, you are thinking of it even when you lie in your bed, you can't fall asleep, you're, you are, you're thinking, how will I achieve that? How will I get my dream? So therefore it is something that you want badly. Having said that, it's essential that you now pursue your dream. And what uh, normally happens is that the rigmarole of your daily life, uh, your job, your family, other commitments, uh, they overtake your dreams. And somewhere uh, we bury our dreams. Uh, we had dreams when we were children. And then 
when we got into our uh, jobs and all these uh, other responsibilities, somewhere down the line, those dreams get buried. And they lie buried out there till you pull them out or till they come up again on their own. No, it could happen either way. In my opinion, you need to spend time to look at your dreams, dreams that you had, and don't let life overtake you and bury your dreams. Uh, once you have now decided that you have a dream or you had a dream, now you pulled it out and you want to realize your dream. So there are some very simple uh, steps that you need to take uh, if you want to uh, pursue your dream and make it come true. And the first step I feel in that is understanding what is my dream. It's important for you to realize what your dream is and to have a clear picture of your dream. Most people don't know what their dream is. Some don't have a dream. Some people have tried to realize their dream, but because of uh, disappointment, they give it up. And others don't have the imagination or imagination to dream. And if they have a dream, they don't have the guts to follow it. You know, you need to invest a lot of time, energy, money to realize your dream. And I'm talking of not a dream which is going to propel you in your job. I'm talking of a dream which may be a passion. So that means it's different from what you do at work. Your dream may be different. And therefore, you need to invest this time, money, and energy to follow it. Now, once you know what your dream is and you have a clear picture, I would feel you need to write it down. And every day in the morning when you wake up, you must again go through what your dream is because you once you understand what your dream is your mind and body subconsciously also starts uh, helping you to realize it uh, i'll give you a simple example when you uh, go to buy a car you do a you know you do a market survey you have a laundry list of cars and you decide which model you want to buy having done that you suddenly find that every fifth or seventh car that you see on the road is the same model that you want to buy and it's not as if they came there suddenly they were always there but now because that model has come to the forefront of your mind, you started noticing those cars. Similarly, when you look at your dream every day and remind yourself what your dream is, it comes to the forefront and your body and mind start working towards it. Once you do that, thereafter, you need to divide your dream into smaller goals because there's, it's not going to happen overnight. It might take you a year, 10 years, 50 years, maybe a lifetime to just realize your dream, depending upon how huge your dream is. And I feel your dreams should be huge. They should be big. So divide that long journey of your dream into smaller goals and give them timelines. And then goal by goal, keeping your timelines in mind, you move forward step by step closer to your dream. You also need to exert some positive pressure on, on yourself so that you don't quit or you don't slacken in realizing your dream. And when I say positive pressure, it could be even a group of friends who are like-minded. They're all chasing a dream. And just by virtue of being part of that circle of people, you also get influenced to chase a dream or to continue to chase your dream. Uh, I used a different technique uh, for, for uh, positive pressure. I did something called public pledging. I went onto social media and announced that I'm going to do Iron Man. That was my dream. And when I did that, I trapped myself because having announced it, now I had put my reputation, my name, my esteem at stake. So if I quit, 
Now in, my, in uh, pursuing my dream, then I would let myself down. And the last uh, point I want to mention here is that everybody who's following a dream must be prepared to fail, that their dream might not come true. And when you are prepared to do that, and should it happen, uh, you won't be disappointed and give up your dream. You will just take two steps back, survey, introspect, and see what went wrong, where you did not give adequate emphasis, replan, reinitiate your process to chase your dream, and maybe with a new plan, go for the same dream. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing and for such detailed approach, how actually our dreams can from dreams become reality. As I like one quote that the dreams of fantastic is something which we simply have not implemented in our life yet. So thank you so much for giving these simple steps, how every dream can be achieved. And also nowadays people from all over the world are conducting the social survey and asking people in which world they want to live. How do they see the creative society? And, you know, uh, when we are talking about dreams, every person from childhood well dreamed about a world where we have wonderful possibilities, when we can implement our best talents and develop our best of every human. So could you please, uh, Major Gobra, could you please share what is creative society for you? That society where every human can live really fulfilled life, where all conditions are created for every person. I didn't get your question. Could you please share your vision of the creative yeah. society? So I, I, if, if I was to be asked what kind of a society I would like, what would be an ideal society for me? Uh, in my opinion, the biggest problem with our society is religion. And therefore, I would feel we should have a society which doesn't have any religion. Um, if there was no religion, there is no barriers. Uh, there would be a very, very, uh, you know, unified and uh, uh, a very uh, homogeneous uh, society in which uh, most problems which today are being brought out because of our religion would go away. I know the other problems of uh, color and language and uh, cultures, they would remain, of course, but in my opinion, religion is one... Uh, basic factor which has uh, caused a lot of turbulence in our world. So I always dream of a place with no religion, where there are no barriers uh, to do with the religion, and uh, to see how uh, a place like that would actually prosper and uh, be idealistic. And of course, then comes all the material aspects of opportunity, jobs, education, health, uh, and the works. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you for sharing. And you know, it's very interesting when you mentioned about religion. We uh, nowadays we used to say that this is something that divides people, right? And uh, people who can participate in the Creative Society project to realize that in every teaching they find the same notion about the society which their prophets, which their scriptures talked about. And people gathered, as I mentioned today already, about conference, Creative Society, what the prophets dreamed of. People of all religions all nationalities, they gathered and said that truth is one for all. And we people divided that into religion as organization and made these barriers between us. But in fact, the truths unite all of us, and we all want to live in such society. And now we would like to show a short video about eight foundations, and this video is from the mentioned conference. 
The biggest social polling in our entire history of civilization has been conducted during the last 10 years by people around the world. 180 countries, millions of people of different social statuses, denominations, nationalities, talk about the society in which they want to live in. And this is a creative society. Based on the answers of the people from around the world, eight foundations of creative society were established. A society where all people can live in happiness, peace, and prosperity. This is that very society that our prophets bequeathed to us. All prophets talk about the value of life, freedom, honesty, common human values, equality before God, mutual respect, and unification of people about love for each other. They talked about the common truth and about the world which we can create. The prophet said, there will be a time when we're able to build a creative society. We are honored to live in the time which the prophets talked about. When everyone is chosen, Mr. Tobra, as we know, you read the article about foundations and stages for building the creative society. Could you please share your opinion about these foundations and how do you think that they can change the life of every person when these foundations are implemented? Well, I feel if uh, we can actually achieve what uh, the vision of the foundation is uh, and everybody is a chosen one, uh, then of course uh, it would be it would be what we uh, call heaven, and uh, that would be the ultimate uh, scenario where uh, anybody would want to uh, exist and live in. But uh, having said that, I think the task is arduous. It's difficult. It's a long journey, and I am glad you all have made this initiative to take it forward. And I see hope uh, at the end of the tunnel. That's beautiful. Definitely. At the end of the tunnel, there is beautiful light and there is hope. And this hope keeps us going uh, week after week, hour after hour. And we keep on meeting people to discuss about how we can make creative society and a better and harmonious world for everyone. So uh, I would also like to know from you, as it is mentioned in the eight foundations of creative society, that human is a fundamental unit of society. So for a peaceful and harmonious society, what role you as an iconic influencer needs to play? And uh, could you also please elaborate what role each and every person then need to play? I think uh, our roles uh, would be uh, based upon what I feel uh, is something that divides us. And I spoke of religion dividing us. And you spoke of all religions uh, being, of course, looking at the same ultimate uh, goal. And if we as humans can manage to bridge that, uh, the gap that has been created, uh, the gap that has been created due to our narrow uh, understanding of our religions, if we can bridge that gap and come towards 
the prosperity that you look for in your uh, society, which is what we are uh, aiming for, then I think uh, that would be the uh, ultimate role that we can play. But having said that, that role is not very easy. It's not, uh, it's not something that can be done uh, by everybody. Uh, it probably requires a lot of uh, compassion, uh, understanding, and uh, really uh, rising above uh, small, uh, petty, selfish uh, interests that may have been uh, ingrained due to the kind of society uh, we have uh, been brought up in. So uh, it's easier said than done, but, but if we were to be able to bridge that gap, I feel uh, we will be able to achieve the uh, ultimate uh, scenario or, uh, or, or a world where we can prosper together and move ahead. Thank you so much. And it's really that what people are already doing by finding, you know, this truth, by finding that what is common for all religions, for all people, by communicating together. And at the same time, we understand, as you said in the beginning, it's so important to understand what is your dream, to set this goal, to understand in which world we want to live. Because only after that we can understand how to reach that. And making decisions is one of the first and very important steps. But nowadays, there are in this consumer format of society, many people think like, I can't do anything. And that's something which we cannot reach or what, what I can do. And now we would like to show also one cartoon from the conference, which was held on 20th December 2020, Creative Society, United We Can. And then just to discuss a little about that. Elephants are habituated to a rope since childhood. First, they are tied to a tree and an elephant calf trying to escape understands that the rope is many times stronger than him. Then already being a grown-up elephant, he no longer even makes attempts to become free because he understands that the rope, which is stronger than him, will win anyway. And when already a human who… well, the strength of a human and an elephant is incomparable, but an elephant still submits to a human and follows him with his head down, is the same in human society. The whole point, imagine, an ordinary human, skinny and little, is leading an elephant on a rope. Why? Because the elephant believes that the rope is holding him. Friends, we have the same thing. Nothing is holding us, except our imaginary rope. And I would simply like to say, friends, let us Stop being stupid elephants, and let's become humans. So, nowadays we see that, uh, from one side, all people want to make this change. All people want to live in a wonderful society where we all feel really as a human. But at the same time, billions of people think that this consumer format is holding us and we can't do anything. Uh, Magic Ogre, could you please share what would you suggest to empower people to, what should we start with, that everyone can understand own value and own potential? It's all in the mind. And uh, the shackles that you spoke of in this uh, little cartoon were also in the mind of the elephant. The elephant's mind had been trained in such a way over a period of time that there's no way you can break this shackle. And that's why the elephant, when the elephant became big, he hung on there. Uh, despite the fact that had he tried, he would have been able to easily break, uh, pull that peg off and move on. Similarly, I think in our minds, 
we all have shackles uh, which we have been brought up with by the kind of stereotyping and the mindsets that uh, we have grown up in and these mindsets uh, don't let us break free we we don't uh, ever test the ultimate potential that we may have we we keep ourselves short because of our mindsets we feel that this is all we can do and if you tell if you ask somebody to do something uh, way beyond what uh, the usual stereotype potential is there's a question that no i can't do this so we need to break stereotypes we need our minds to be free and for that i think uh, uh, you have to train your mind to feel free which is uh, something which can be worked upon uh, your mind is uh, is conditioned in a certain manner but to get it out of that uh, can be done if you were to start a process so uh, we all feel that uh, we are part of the society where entrepreneurship and all these uh, responsibilities that we have uh, have to be uh, met well that is also reality but unfortunately it has become priority number 1 uh, over everything else in life so i feel that uh, if we can work on people's minds if we can uh, like the way you're communicating now to people reach out to them uh, train their minds to accept new ideas and uh, unleash the potential like you say uh, in them then uh, there is of course sky is the limit as to what can be achieved and where you can go thank you general jogra we completely agree with you because uh, it's all in our mind and it's all start from the mind as rightly said in sanskrit yad bhav tad bhakti the way you think so shall be so i think that was a very strong message that you have given to our audience that they need to break that barriers they need to come out of that barrier and then only they can unleash their complete potential so moving ahead i would also like to know from you as you are an influencer you are a public figure and you are also very uh, popular on social media and other medias so in your opinion what is the role of mass media or social media in building the creative society and what information do you think should prevail well media uh, is very very important in today's time because you can actually change the way people think using media and uh, you can use media in a positive manner and it can also be used in a negative manner because media influences people's minds and we spoke in the last question that it's all in the mind and therefore i think media influences if they were to use the correct uh, examples lead by their own examples or use other examples which which uh, connect with the people and are relevant in the creative society that we are looking at uh, you can uh, unshackle the brains you can unshackle the minds and you can actually harness the potential that lies within and create the kind of society that we are looking for so i think media plays a very important role thank you so much for sharing and nowadays with all this technology social 
media. It's like every person is a part of media because we all are giving some information. We all are communicating and passing some information. And I like the words that what information which we are giving attention to, that forms our reality. So could you please also share, in your opinion, how important is it to ask people in which world they want to live, how they see creative society, what is their goal in life, how important to discuss these topics with people? I don't think, uh, in my opinion, any, anybody would say we don't want to stay in a creative society. Uh, everybody would want to be there because uh, that is uh, a creative society and that is what we all aspire for. So... Uh, you don't even need to ask them because uh, given a choice, they will all jump in there. But give them the choice. That is for you to create and give them the choice and you will have all the people following you. So that's the power of choice and that, that is when people would understand the value of creative society and very rightly said, everybody would like to stay in the society which is peaceful and harmonious. So uh, coming to uh, the last question, I want to know because we are here testing the theory of six handshakes. So uh, whom you would like us to invite for our next conversation because your story was very inspirational. Your way of achieving dream was very inspirational. Similarly, there are many people whom we need to reach. So whom do you think should be our next guest as per you for the Creative Society conversation? I wish I had that answer immediately available here, but uh, I will surely get back to you. Let me give it a thought because I would like you to have somebody uh, who can actually inspire the many people that uh, are going to be watching your show. So give me some time and I will get back to you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you for sharing your, uh, your dream, your way how to achieve the dream and your vision of the society. Because it's really very valuable when we exchange this sincere vision, when we communicate because this is the way which unites all people. And we can really know what initiatives and what perspectives we have as humanity. So thank you so much, Major Dobra, for being with us today, for sharing your views. And I would like just to say our viewers that if you want to support or join the Creative Society project, become active participant, visit website alatrenice.com, where you can find join us button and choose comfortable language. We can support or become a participant of the project. And it's also important because this will help uh, all us, humanity, to move to the next stage of implementation of this project. So thank you so much, Majidogra. And maybe you have something else that you would like to wish to all the viewers or to add something. Well, uh, firstly, thank you very much for having me here. It's been very, very interesting, uh, you know, looking at what you had to show us in the videos and sp speaking about uh, your creative, uh, the creative society that we all aspire to be part of. Uh, my uh, parting shot or my uh, message to everybody would be that please do dream and pursue your dreams and all you need to do is maintain focus, be consistent and work hard and you will realize your dreams. That's beautiful. Would you also like to share with us uh, your story of Iron Man, being the Iron Man of Indian Army? So that can motivate our viewers. Well, uh, I had put in uh, 30 or 37 years in the Army. Uh, and uh, that's when I suddenly decided that I needed to do the Iron Man uh, because it was a dream that I had. Uh, there were 
it was challenging it was uh, really exciting when you see the format of the iron man uh, it's the most grueling one day endurance event in the world where you need to swim 3.8 kilometers cycle 180 kilometers and then then run a full marathon of 42.2 kilometers so when i looked at that at the age of 58 uh, i thought it would be a very very appropriate challenge and it was so huge it was my dream and uh, i worked hard 18 months i used techniques which i shared of public pledging so i tried to trap myself so that i don't quit halfway because i knew the journey is going to be long and hard uh, i used techniques of visualization because whenever i felt low in my mind i found my morale going down i would visualize my completing the iron man and visualizing my success would give me that uh, additional boost of energy to surge forward uh, i uh, I, the obstacles which came my way, like I spoke of time management, then there was uh, mental preparation and mental endurance because everything starts with the mind. So when I told people that I want to do the Ironman, most people around me discouraged me. They said, you're too old. You'll probably die of a heart attack. Uh, you must have gone nuts at this age to do the Ironman. So I started doubting myself. I started doubting my own ability to be able to do it. And therefore, my first mission was to convince myself. Uh, and thereafter, I realized that every battle that you win uh, has to be fought twice. So the first time it's in your mind and the second time it's on the ground. And uh, once you win the battle in the mind, when you condition your mind, then you can achieve whatever you want to. You can go way beyond uh, the limits uh, of what you are, you are capable of or what your body can achieve. So I realized that at the end of uh, doing the Ironman. And once uh, I did the Ironman, of course, I, I, uh, when my, I realized my dream, uh, it was a great feeling. And I felt at peace with myself that I had managed to do something which was tough and something that I dreamt of. And uh, uh, it was a, a very good feeling for myself. Thank you so much for sharing. It's, it's really wonderful, you know, like example, when you set your goal, you set your dream and you just achieve it. And that's really wonderful because it's inspired that we all can achieve the higher goals which we have. Thank you so much. Thank you for sharing it. And just as our conversation is coming to the end, it's really was pleasure talking today. And now we would like also uh, as a conclusion to show the short video what people are talking about. Uh, the conference, create a society with the prophets dreamed of, that event which united the whole world. Thank you so much. Thank you for being with us today and hope to see you on another conversations. Thank you so much for having me here. Thank you, Seema. Thank you, Anya. I look forward to being here again. Thank, Thank you. you. Amazing, Don. I'm so overwhelmed. I'm so grateful to be part of this Creative Society program. Thank you, guys. Let's keep doing this until we unite mankind. It was a humbling and exciting and inspiring experience to of us. We want this world to be a better place. We want to leave this world better than when we found it. We want... I'm honored and I'm flattered um, just getting to know the idea of this conference and just watching how diverse it was. and you know, understanding that how God is love and how we can love each other equally. In total, I have heard 
have listened and have understood from the people around the world the way people actually pour their heart out and it was so phenomenal to see people from different religions were talking almost the same language i'm totally inspired and motivated by what i received from the conference on the power of love and the role each one of us plays to build it this is a very beautiful moment i'm sharing that all volunteers all across the globe we want happiness we want peaceful life we want togetherness we want a life where everyone should live in peace and truth purified from false people will be able to understand their religion truly who washed it and accepted the truth I think we will succeed in everything I believe it the importance of the creative society as I understand it is to implement all the good qualities of a person such freedom of spirit such unification of people such an example of what people who feel the need and strive for the freedom can do feel the need for this unification because they understand that these are such times that we simply have no other option and besides it is a need the need of every heart